0: This is Mandite and the Apprentice Mage, Book 1 of the Mandite Chronicles, written and narrated by Stu Venable. Chapter 24 We rode back to the great city of Eldamy with the remnants of the Lord Field Marshal's army. Lord Field Marshal Bramstone had fallen in battle. "'as did many other brave souls. "'Jas spoke nary a word during the seven days "'from the watch-cave to the city. "'It was for the best, I thought. "'Give her lungs and throat a chance to heal. "'As we approached the eastern gates of Eldamy, "'Xavier rode up next to me "'and beckoned me to fall behind with him. "'We were now back among the tattered remains "'of the foot-soldiers. "'Some wore grim expressions.' others' expressions of simple shock. A few had reached the point of openly sobbing. The others would join them eventually. Samana had informed me that their army was outnumbered three to one by Maroleths. They had been caught in a massive pincher maneuver, being attacked from the front and both flanks. The two armies became so intermingled, the Lord Field Marshal's artillery was all but ineffective. She also lamented the absence of Basma, cardinal mage of the south, and the most powerful war mage in recent history. It was then that I was struck by the full weight of our actions aboard the scarab when we engaged the Duchess Adina. Had I not pushed the bow of that ship, perhaps a full volley would have hit us, ending the engagement. Basma would have lived, and perhaps the Lord Field Marshal's army would have bested Mowerleth's impressive array. Clearly, the Duke, the Lord Field Marshal, and the Cardinal Mages had a plan in place before we'd reached Eldamy. Would that plan have succeeded had I not interfered? And how many soldiers would still be alive? Perhaps, if I had chosen to stay in my comfortable rooms on Ekota Isle, none of this would have happened. Certainly, the crew of the Scarab wouldn't have tried to take the Duchess Adina. Basma would have made it to Eldamy, and the Lord Field Marshal would have had no need for me to act in his contingency plan. Torum and Bosal would still be alive, and Jass wouldn't be silent with grief over killing Torum. Xavier cleared his throat, breaking my line of thought, and I was thankful for it. "'You realize she cannot remain your apprentice,' Xavier said kindly but firmly. I sighed. "'It hurt.' "'But he was right. "'I had hoped that adopting an apprentice "'might raise my stature among the patented mages, "'but I realized that was a lie. "'I was hoping it would raise my own stature with me. "'It would make me feel like a true and patented mage. "'Yes, I don't have the resources to be a proper mentor, "'or the knowledge,' I admitted. Samana has agreed to take her on as an apprentice,' "'She will put in a word with the masters of the Collegium,' he said. I nodded, blinking back tears. We sat on our horses as the army slowly marched by. I thought about my life on Ecota Isle. It really was a lovely place, but I missed the busy, chaotic city. I was feared, and sometimes respected, on Ecota Isle. And I got none of that here, but I missed home. I am not cut out to be a mentor.' i finally said perhaps not but you never know he said kindly the masters of the collegium go to great pains to match apprentices to mentors they want to make sure each apprentice is matched to the right mentor otherwise we end up with his voice trailed off situations like this i said i suppose so he admitted we rode in silence for a while longer. We were moving slow and just off the road, so the infantry had passed us, and now horse-drawn cannons passed us one by one. The Lord Field Marshal's tactics didn't work very well, he said, watching the cannons pass. Makes sense, I said. Marleth studied the siege of Eldamy, too. It appears he learned lessons from it as well. Xavier nodded, saying, And his experience was first-hand. As the last of the cannon passed, we got back on the road and picked up our pace. The camp followers were nearly a mile behind the troops, so the road was now clear. Samana and I agreed to petition the Duke to give you dispensation for breaking your exile,' he said. "'That's kind of you, brother,' I said, smiling faintly. "'It is the least I can do, brother.' "'he said. "'Can I ask you a question?' I asked. "'Of course. "'But I might not answer it,' he said, smiling. "'When I used the brass cup, I got Samana. "'She said you had fallen in battle,' I started. "'Did you?' I asked directly. "'He smiled, but there was sadness there. "'No, I didn't fall,' he admitted. "'You were another one of the Lord Field Marshal's contingencies,' I asked. "'I was actually part of yours,' he said. "'While the Lord Field Marshal trusted you, as I had vouched for you, "'he didn't trust your abilities, I'm afraid.' "'There was an apology in Xavier's voice, but his words still stung, "'even though I knew them to be true. "'And Samana was part of it. She's a good actress,' I said glumly. "'Oh, no!' I was the only one who knew my part in the Lord Field Marshal's plan. Samana was in the dark, and she's none too happy about it, Xavier said. The Lord Field Marshal didn't trust Samana, I said incredulously. Nothing of the sort, Xavier corrected. Whatever you said to him when we met at the palace scared him. He emerged from that chamber a changed man, in all honesty— "'The only reason I think he trusted me "'was that I'm your brother,' he said with a chuckle. "'We rode back up to the front of the sad procession, "'and I could see people lining the streets, "'ready to cheer the victorious army. "'To either side of the road, just outside the gates, "'were two huge bonfires. "'The wind had picked up, so there wasn't too much smoke, "'but it was difficult to see the source of the fires. "'As we passed them,' I saw piles of what I could only assume were ironwood doors. Atop each bonfire were large, reinforced ironwood gates. Then I noted that the eastern gates of the city didn't exist. There was an opening in the wall, but the gigantic gates there were missing. No doubt they were resting on the bonfires. I smiled to myself. Lord Field Marshal Thur Bramstone had been a smart and thorough man. He must have ordered all the doors and gates to be removed and burned. Perhaps he had told the Duke, who would have ordered their dismantling in Bramstone's absence. Perhaps the Duke ordered them set aflame as our victorious army approached, as a sort of tribute. But I didn't see a lot of celebratory faces among the Lord Field Marshal's army, and I understood why. There were far fewer of them marching back Then originally left. I don't feel much like celebrating. I think I'll take Jass the long way about and head back to the Bonnie Scarecrow. I could use a bath. I said to Xavier. I'd join you. He started. That came out wrong. Not for the bath. We're a bit too old to share a bathtub, I think. We both laughed. I always hated that. I said. I hated it more. But mother was trying to save water and the wood to heat it. He said. "'I just thought it was gross that I was swimming around in your filthy water,' I said. "'How do you think I felt?' he said, looking at me with that all-too-familiar glare. We both laughed. I called for Jas to follow me, and we turned south toward the Bonnie Scarecrow. Cadal and Dale rode with us. Xavier called out as we rode away. "'Look me up before you leave, Mandite. "'This time we'll have a proper goodbye." "'I shall, brother!' I called back. "'I hoped he was able to smooth over my violation of exile. "'That would be nice. "'After all, I really didn't want to spend the rest of my life in a cell. "'The four of us rode in silence for nearly an hour "'as we wended our way through the narrow streets of the outer city. "'Many of the folk in the streets bowed reverently as we passed. "'They, too, had heard rumor of the battle. "'But they gave us neither cheers nor adulation.' Only respect and quiet thanks. They would have had the worst of it if Marileth's army had marched on Eldamy, and they knew it. The folk of the outer city were always more respectful of soldiers. As we approached the Bonnie's scarecrow, kadal stopped suddenly. I don't think I want to go to that place right now. I want the other establishment, he said. I knew what he was talking about, and it seemed rather coarse conversation in mixed company. Well— I started. You want some whoring, do you, Southerner? Dale interrupted. Now just wait a- I began. It's okay, Mage. I'll show him the way. I'm a regular, Dale said. Dale? I said. I'm scandalized. She looked at me and smiled. Good, she said, and she and Cadal rode off toward Carnal Bliss. Jas and I reached the bonnie scarecrow, gave our mounts over to the stable boy, and entered the place in silence. She didn't want to talk, and I didn't want to force her. Frankly, I didn't want to talk either. I couldn't fathom the pain she was feeling over Torum's death, though I had an inkling of it from Cardinal Mage Basma's death. But Jass's victim, for lack of a better term, was far more personal. Though we had barely known Bosel and Torum for a fortnight, we had traveled with them, we had eaten with them, "'We had knowingly ridden into danger with them. "'We had fought with them. "'I knew it would be best for her to talk about it, "'but I didn't know how to start or what to say. "'I really was a terrible mentor.' "'Basil greeted us with his usual feigned formality "'until he saw Jass's expression. "'Come, my dear. "'I'll have the maid draw a bath for you. "'Come along,' he said, "'taking her arm gently and leading her slowly up the stairs.' He ignored me entirely, and that was fine. I slumped down at an empty table, and some of the other patrons moved away. I'm sure I smelled vile, but I didn't care. Basil emerged from upstairs and joined me with a pitcher of brown ale and two cups. He filled each cup and handed me one. Raising it in toast, I did the same. He looked at me in the eye and said very seriously, "'To surviving!' I nodded to him and we drank." I blinked back tears. Survive. That's about all we had done. I'm going to give Jass up to the Collegium, I said. I don't have the skill nor disposition to be a mentor to her. Basil nodded but said nothing, like a good bartender. She'll do much better there. She'll learn the discipline that I can't teach her, and she'll need it. She's going to become very powerful, I said, trying to justify my decision to myself. "'She does seem to have a good head on her shoulders,' he mused. "'I don't have the money to pay off my account,' I said. He gave me a wry smile. "'I didn't think you would,' Basil said. "'I can put her up here between terms at the Collegium, "'at least until she starts earning, "'though I may have to put her to work in the evenings. "'I don't want her thinking everything in life is free,' Basil mused. "'That's good of you, Basil,' I said.' "'So what happened? "'We heard rumors of an army assembling to the east "'when the Lord Field Marshal left with his retinue, "'but nothing else,' he said. "'I told him the whole story, "'the meeting with the Lord Field Marshal, "'the ride north to Ikoha Smirt, "'the swift ride to the Watch Cave, "'and all the events that happened there.' "'That poor girl,' he whispered when I finished. "'No sign of a mother, then?' "'No,' I said.' "'And this Maroleth is dead?' Basil asked. I laughed bitterly. "'I doubt it.' We finished the pitcher, and Basil called for another. "'It's strange,' I started. "'What's strange?' Basil asked. "'This Maroleth.' "'He wasn't at all what I was expecting,' I explained. "'How so?' he asked. "'Well, he wasn't a raving lunatic,' I began.' Someone so steeped in dark magic, someone capable of killing thousands of people and perverting their remains into that sick farce of an army, you would think someone capable of that would be utterly insane. I would think so, Basil said. But he wasn't. Not at all, I said. How did he behave, Basil asked. That's the thing. He was polite, friendly even. He didn't torture us. "'He didn't threaten us. He fed us. He even joked with us,' I said. "'That is strange,' Basil said. "'And I think it was more frightening than if he had been a madman,' I said, "'that someone capable of such darkness could seem so utterly normal. "'Had circumstances been different, I could see him being a friend.' "'Makes you wonder if we're all capable of such things,' Basil asked.' "'Yes, that's what concerns me,' I said, and I quietly wondered about the missing forces of magic. "'Were there more? And if we had access to that forbidden knowledge, would we all end up like Marwelleth? CHAPTER Twenty Five. THE NEXT MORNING I ESCORTED JAS TO THE CITADEL OF THE CARDINAL MAGE OF THE WEST, THE HOME OF MY BROTHER.' I informed her along the way that Samana had arranged a place for her at the collegium, and that she would be her new mentor. Jas only nodded, her face remaining expressionless. As we rode through the city, we could see the remnants of celebration. Each of the cardinal mages' citadels displayed beautiful eldemic architecture. In fact, they were miniature replicas of the duke's palace, with turrets, white stone from high fall, defensive walls— We were led into the citadel and up one of the turrets to Xavier's workroom. It was large and palatial, with large windows letting in the breeze of early spring. Shelves lined the walls, filled with large leather-bound tomes, what I wouldn't give for a week in that room unsupervised. Two large tables dominated the center of the room, Upon them were pages and pages of writing, piles of books, and a few trinkets strewn about. Samana and Xavier were both there. "'Welcome, Mandite! And to you as well, Apprentice Jass. Xavier said as we emerged from the stairwell. "'Xavier, Samana,' I said, nodding to each. Jass said nothing. She crossed the room and stood next to Samana, looking down at the floor. "'She knows.' "'Samana asked. "'Yes, I told her,' I said, with no small amount of shame. "'Samana stood and put an arm around Jass and said, "'Are you ready to go, Jas? "'She nodded, and they headed for the stairwell. "'As she passed me, she put a hand in my arm and said, "'She'll be all right.' "'They left. "'Xavier cleared his throat, and I wiped my eyes. "'I have a few things to discuss with you, brother,' "'Xavier said, motioning to a chair.' "'at one of the large tables. "'Then he sat down. First things first, "'and he tossed a coin-filled pouch across the table. "'It landed before me with the muffled ring of coin. "'That's your compensation,' he said. "'I spoke with the exchequer, "'and he agreed to double what he intended to pay. "'You'll find it's quite a sum. "'I picked up the pouch and hefted it with one hand. "'It was heavy. "'There was gold in that pouch. "'I put it in my purse.' "'What else?' I asked. He smiled, producing a leather folio from beneath scattered parchment on his table. I recognized it instantly. It was the same sort of folio that held patents of magic. Tooled into the leather was the symbol of the collegium, a series of intersecting triangles. "'You can't be serious,' I said with disbelief. "'It took some convincing, and Samana was far more insistent than I, I should mention. But, yes—' These are your patents of magic, he said, sliding the folio across the table. I unwound the leather cord from around the button on the front and opened it. I read the cover page. Be it known that Mandyth Birdstaff is a fully patented mage of the Sovereign Duchy of Eldamy, as confirmed by the Masters of the Collegium and approved by His Grace, Duke Elkis the 434th. "'I don't believe it,' I said, looking up from the folio. "'They are true and legal patents,' Xavier insisted. "'I even asked his grace to sign them personally, which he did. "'That is his signature by his own hand.' "'So my exile is ended?' I asked. Uh, "'Not quite. Your exile has been stayed on a probationary basis. "'You must present yourself to the Collegium, "'or one of the Cardinal majors whenever you come to Eldermy. "'And at some point in the future, at a time of your choosing, "'you'll stand before the masters of the Collegium for your graduating inquiry, your trials. "'If you pass that, your exile will be permanently lifted,' he said. "'Then he stood and extended his hand, saying, "'Congratulations, brother.' "'I stood and we shook hands. "'Thank you, brother.' "'He sat back down and began rummaging through the clutter on the table.' "'There's one more thing I want to discuss with you. "'Ah, here it is,' he said, producing a small stone pendant hanging from a silver chain. "'What do you make of this?' he said, tossing it to me. "'I looked down, and carved into the stone was a symbol of the Force of Undeath, "'or Spirit, or Soul, as Maroleth had called it. "'I summoned the Force of Magic and examined it. "'This is intricate work. "'I've never seen anything like it except for that object in the cavern.' "'Did you have a look at that?' I asked. "'I did. It was mounted to the cavern floor, so we couldn't remove it. "'Much like the large spyglass, there were very intricate enchantments "'holding both artifacts in place, and if we tried to break them, "'we would have broken the other enchantments, rendering the objects useless,' Xavier explained. "'I examined the spells of the pendant again. "'There are magical links within this enchantment,' I said. "'Gods, more than I can count!' "'Yes, you are correct, unfortunately,' Xavier said. "'You found this on Marwleth,' I said in sudden realization. "'Just so,' Xavier confirmed. "'His spirit, or soul, seems to be connected to others through this somehow.' "'I figured that wasn't the end of him. "'Down there smashed on the rocks,' I said with a frown. "'Correct. No chance of that at all,' Xavier said grimly. "'So there are more of him?' I asked. "'It appears there might be many more of him,' Xavier said. "'And it's very likely the rest know that this one fell, "'though I suppose it's possible that he was the last.' "'But why would you bother wearing this, then?' I asked. "'Exactly. Wishful thinking at its worst.' "'He'll be back, no doubt of that,' Xavier said.' "'He called the Force of Undeath the Force of Spirit or Soul,' I said. "'He could be correct,' Xavier said. "'We know little of that Force.' "'He had mastery in other forces,' I said. "'He could render himself and his undead invisible, "'I suspect using something like a Force of Light.' "'Really?' Xavier said, genuinely surprised. "'Then Realization washed over his face, much as it had mine. "'It seems rather obvious now.' "'that there would be such a false "'Yes, it does, doesn't it?' I said. "'But we know nothing of it, and it isn't taught at the Collegium.' "'That does seem strange,' Xavier mused. "'The two of us mused over this for a while. "'Then I remembered what Marleth had said about the patents of magic "'and forces we weren't allowed to learn. "'What do you know of the proceedings "'when the patents of magic were established?' I asked. "'Very little, I'm afraid,' Xavier admitted.' We know such a law was passed, and that the verbiage of the patents were written, and that the masters of the collegium were granted the right to present them. Other than that, very little is known. I've seen no record of the deliberations or debates, no record of discussions between the masters and the duke's viziers. Doesn't that seem strange to you? I asked. It does. You think the force of light was intentionally removed from the curriculum, he said, That's one explanation, and probably the most likely, I said. That's something worth investigating, I think, he said. As do I, I agreed. I wondered if the Masters of the Collegium, back when the Patents of Magic were established, had to agree to remove certain subjects from their curriculum. It seemed likely. Was that knowledge lost, or did the Masters of the Collegium secretly preserve it? it seemed unlikely that they would let such knowledge die through the generations, even if it was forbidden. Then my mind drifted back to the watch-cave, thinking of my brief conversation with Maroleth. Xavier eyed me suspiciously. "'What is it?' he finally asked. "'I spoke with Maroleth,' I said. He called himself an archmage, and he wasn't joking. Xavier frowned, and he nodded slightly. The term Archmage was used to describe certain mages, but you have to go back to rather old texts, and they're very rare, Xavier admitted. So there once were Archmages, I asked. Yes, I found one reference from the Siege of Eldemy that referred to Archmage Marwleth, Xavier said, and there are a few earlier references to the term. So the patents of magic were established to prevent... Archmages, I said, not really asking a question. It appears so, Xavier answered. If you would like to find out more about my writing, go to stewvenable.com.